0: Hello. Hello. Hello, and welcome to Grace Online. We're really excited for you to be able to receive an encouraging word from Scripture today. Because we know that God is already here and He is ready to be with you. And let's get ready to hear today's message.
1: I am Pastor Marv Combs, Associate Pastor for Congregational Care here at Grace. And When I saw the preaching schedule for this, Summer, I was excited. It was on the book of Psalms. And I remembered all those favorite psalms we have and we remember and we cherish. But then I saw Pastor Chris begin the series with a psalm of lament, of complaining, of struggling, of being disappointed. And then the next Sunday was a psalm of cursing and anger. And I thought, what have I got myself into? But then I looked and saw, today we have Psalm 98, a psalm of joy, a royal psalm, as where we see Jesus as our King and our Lord.
0: Good morning. Today's reading comes from Psalm 98. Please read along with me. Sing to the Lord a new song, for he has done marvelous things. His right hand and his holy arm have worked salvation for him. The Lord has made his salvation known and revealed his righteousness to the nations. He has remembered his love and his faithfulness to Israel. All the ends of the earth have seen the salvation of our God. Shout for joy to the Lord, all the earth. Burst into jubilant song with music. Make music to the Lord with the harp, with the harp and with the sound of singing, with trumpets and the blast of the ram's horn. Shout for joy before the Lord, the King. Let the sea resound and everything in it, the world and all who live in it. Let the rivers clap their hands, let the mountains sing together for joy. Let them sing before the Lord, for he comes to judge the earth. He will judge the world in righteousness and the peoples with equity. This is the word of the Lord. Thanks be to God.
1: I imagine many of you have been to a Christmas concert that ended with that great and wonderful finale, Handel's Messiah where we heard verses like the kingdom of this world became the kingdom of our Lord and of his Christ and of his Christ. And he shall reign forever and ever. Hallelujah, hallelujah. The 98th Psalm is much like this. We call it a Royal Psalm because it seems to transport us right into the throne room of God the King in heaven. And we hear all the angels around him proclaiming and singing praise to him, to our wonderful king. Let's look what the text has for us today. Begin, sing to the Lord a new song, for he has done marvelous things. His right hand and his holy arm have worked salvation for him. This is about a military victory. Our king, the Lord, is victorious. He has won the great battle, he has secured the future, and we live in peace for eternity. He has remembered his love and his faithfulness to the house of Israel, and all the ends of the earth have seen the salvation of our Lord. For all of those who are chosen by God, here the nation of Israel, but now to all of those who he calls his own, We have the promise of salvation. We have his loving kindness come to us. We see here in the second part, shout for joy to the Lord all the earth, burst into jubilant song with music, make music to the Lord with the harp. Make music. We see every time we get a glimpse into holy scriptures where the throne room of God is seen, and they're singing. The angels are full-throat, singing praises to God. Have you ever noticed that when you hear something sang to you, it it reaches you in a different way? You know how you hear something spoken to you and it kind of goes in your ears and you have to process it. It goes into your rational brain and you find the right file cabinet to work through and you determine its value and whether it's worth listening to and then maybe it'll trickle into your heart after that. But did you ever find that when you hear it sung to you that it seems to bypass all of that and go straight into your heart? That beautiful melody coming into your ears doesn't have to go through the processor of our rational mind, but instead connects with our intuition, where we instantly say, yes, this is true. And we hear this wonderful music to the Lord, the trumpets, the ram's horn, all symbols of a victorious king. Then in the third part, let the sea resound and everything in it. The world and all who live in it, let the rivers clap with their hands, let the mountains sing together for joy. Now, we're not literally going to have rivers clapping their hands and mountains and things singing, but what the point here is, the victory is going to be known everywhere. It's going to be undeniable as if nature itself was singing to the world. The king has won. And then the promise that he will come again He will judge the earth. He will judge the earth in righteousness and the peoples of the earth in equity. We see the beginning of this psalm, a deed that is done in the past. He has won the battle. And in the middle, we hear in the presence of the Lord now shouting and singing. And then in the future, him coming again in judgment. That's what this psalm has for us. Now, what does it mean for us? And I don't know about you, but when I read this, sing to the Lord a new song, for he's done marvelous things. His bright hand and his mighty arm have worked salvation for him. I think the old psalm. The old song is, that's nice, but I've still got a mortgage. The old song says, I've still got problems in my family. My job is driving me crazy. The car needs to be fixed. That's the old song I hear. That's the old song I sing myself. We look to the King, to the Christ and his faithfulness, his love, his righteousness is seen. And that's far from who I am. I'm a sinner. Yes, there's God in his holiness and faithfulness, but where does that leave me? Have I done enough? Am I good enough? That old song still cries out, you need to follow the law. You need to make sure you're living that life right. You better not sin. That's the old song that we hear. Shout for joy to the Lord, all the earth. Burst into jubilant song with music. Make music to the Lord with the harp. Have you ever gone to church on a Sunday morning and you weren't really kind of into it to begin with, but you knew you should go, but you walked in and it seemed God was far from you? And you sit down in the pews and you look next to you and the person next to you is full of the Spirit, the hands in holy prayer raised to the, to the Lord and singing full-throated. And you just sit there staring at your shoes. Is God so close to that person and so far from you? Have they done something extraordinary that will they bring them to the Lord through their faith and you're struggling just to... Say an amen. The trumpets, the blast of the ram's horn, shout before the Lord, the King. Hard to find joy sometimes when you're worried about your worthiness, your righteousness, your faithfulness. Let the seas resound and everything in it. Let the world and all who live in it. Let the rivers clap their hands and the mountains sing sing together for joy. That's not the old song of this world. The old song of this world is, there's no God. What's wrong with you? That's just a crutch. Can't you stand up for yourself? Can't you do what's right? Don't you know better? That's the song of this world, the old song, that either You don't live up to God's standards, or there is no God at all. And so how many of you have heard this one from either friend or family or even maybe yourself? I'm not perfect. But I'm a good person. And I try my best. I believe in God, but I I don't have to go to church because, you know, I'm basically good. And if you've ever noticed, they define sin right here and how they always seem to be just a little bit above it, never deep in sin. But we look at each other and we know the law's demands. We know that old song that the level of sin is here and no matter what we do, we live below that line. So that when we look here and we see that the Lord comes to the earth to judge the earth and he will judge the world in righteousness and peoples in equity, that's the last thing we want to hear. The last thing we want to see is the Lord calling us to the bench to be judged. Have you done enough? Have you been good enough? Did you believe enough? Did you do all those right things? let me go back up to the top and tell you the good news, the new song. The new song is this. Our Lord is victor. He has defeated the worst thing that this life, this world, and the evil one can threaten us with, death. He didn't have to do it. God, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit are in perfect union and fellowship in heaven with no worry about death because he's the creator of life itself. But he saw us and he saw our needs and he made himself man. The one and only true time when the kingdom of this world became the kingdom of our Lord, when Jesus walked this earth. And he looked at death, and he looked at how it separated us from God, and he said, I will take it on, and I will defeat it. But I'm not going to do it with armies and armor and swords and weapons. I'm going to empty myself and humble myself and take the full brunt of what death is, so that it cannot be diminished at all, but it is a full force, everything that death can throw at a person I am going to endure. And he did that for you and I. And he went to the cross. And as he was there, nailed to the cross, naked on the cross, he said, that's not enough. Me just being here, absorbing death is not enough. Heap upon me the sins of the world. Heap upon me the sin of my people that keeps me separated from them. Heap on me the sin that makes them worry about the old song. And let it die with me too. And in doing so, your sin, my sin, went to the grave with him and died. And the good news is this. That then when that Easter morning came, the stone was rolled away, the tomb was empty, and Christ lived. He left sin in that tomb dead. And he emerged alive, and in his righteousness became righteousness for us. He has remembered his love and his faithfulness to his house house of Israel. He came to us to do for us what we could not do for ourselves. He died for us, for you and your sins, so that his righteousness became your righteousness. Your sin became his sin, and he took it to the cross. No longer do we sing that old song of Do I have enough righteousness? But the new song that it's the righteousness of Christ that we place our trust in. It is in his faithfulness that we are saved. He is the victor and we have salvation through him. Shout for joy to the Lord, all the earth, burst into jubilant song and music. And we sing this new song loud and clear because the old song is still in the background in this world and it is strong. You hear it everywhere in our media, in our neighborhoods, at our work. You hear that old song that we are not righteous and there is no God. And we sing, therefore, loudly, yes, there is. And he is victorious. And he has secured our salvation. And we rely on his faithfulness and not our own. And we rely on his righteousness and not our own. Let the sea resound in everything in it. Let the world and all who live in it Let the rivers clap their hands and the mountains sing together for joy. Let the new song resound throughout all the world that the king of heaven is victorious and has remembered those he calls his own and he has provided salvation through them. Remember this, if you were the only person found worthy in all of creation to be saved, he would have come down and done just the same. But he came and he chose many and he saved all who he calls his own and his righteousness is now ours. The new song is not that we lean on our deeds, but on the deeds of Christ and his victory. So we look, we look at him coming to judge us. And it's not a burden, but a joy, not something to be run from, but we run quickly to that bench and throw ourselves down before God and say, enjoy, my Lord and my God. And the Lord looks at you and I at that day and does not see the stain of sin on us but he sees the wonderful righteousness of his son Jesus Christ on us and it's by Jesus works on the cross that we are judged and there in bliss in heaven we do as we remember in the Lutheran liturgy come together with all the church on earth and the hosts of heaven, and join in that unending hymn, glory, glory, glory. The peace of God which surpasses all understanding. Guard your hearts and minds in Christ Jesus. Amen. Okay. I blew the very end. Is there any way we can just do the very end?
0: Yeah, just... uh... you were saying may the grace
1: you know something. no i i'm just at the very end that's all i got yeah. at, the, at the very ending is where i blew well
0: give me a little just I'll a. will give you to... a little bit of, of
1: entrance into it and we join together in that lutheran liturgy with the churches on earth and the hosts of heaven we join in that unending hymn holy 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 lord lord god of power and might Heaven and earth are full of your glory. Hosanna in the highest. Blessed is he who comes in the name of the Lord. Hosanna in the highest. The peace of God, which surpasses all understanding, guard your hearts and minds in Christ Jesus. Amen.
0: If you would like more information about our church, please visit us online at gracehb.org.